0: Welcome to Observe and Retort. Hi. This is David. I'm Luna. (laughs) And Luna just told me Mm. that uh, now she's such a big name. (laughs) We're not allowed to use surnames anymore because it's like Madonna or Jesus. How dare you? Word for word. That is what you said. Word for word. You said, look, all my fans fucking love me. Bitch. They don't it need was literally this the opposite. Surname bullshit.
1: <laughs> You're the worst. I'm a hero. You're the worst. <laughs> okay, yeah, sure. Let's go with that. You I say am, literally the opposite, know... like
0: I asked to get rid of surnames. That's just not the case, is it? You just you just <laughs> asked. Why don't we get rid did, of our surnames? I
1: did ask because I've been thinking <laughs> it feels very
0: formal. I feel like and we have such a close relationship with our audience because they... They know us. They know you.
1: do people it's, listen, like... You if, are Madonna. Also, I don't feel like the, the surname is vital for people to know. Okay. Also, with all the crap I'm saying, maybe it's better that there is no surname. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so I've just been thinking this a couple of times. Like, it's oh, too like We're, we're already to... doxxed.
0: If we were going <laughs> to not let our surnames get out there it's a bit late
1: also it sounds so weird when i say when i speak english and then i say my very danish name i'm like whoa whoa, whoa." it's just there's a disconnect i'm like let's just go with luna at this point it's just (laughs) it's redundant
0: (laughs) my very nigerian surname doesn't exactly (laughs) sound completely natural in english either
1: but it does come more naturally though, don't you think? Try saying Stianderbu and then going on with an English sentence. Yeah. It really puts a stop Look, to the fun. We can
0: get rid of our last names. We don't need them. We're too big no. now.
1: Maybe I should just We're be too... Luna. Like, maybe I am like Prince and Madonna. Maybe I should just.
0: Maybe you should just yeah. be Star City. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Um,
0: well, that's just the that's name. True. Mm-hmm. That's it. I'm just gonna have signing. to fight my sister drop, for it. Drop though. Luna. <laughs> drop <laughs> Luna what? and just
1: I already dropped two of my names because <laughs> I have four. So I think if I drop another one, well, you know, what you know, what the hell. Maybe
0: So Danes in general mm-hmm. have a very weird relationship with names. Because Do we? Yes. Huh. Because you all have like Seven names, but it's all the same names just repeated. But I don't get why you have four names because you actually have a name that's kind of unique. Weird, yeah. You're not just called Anne and Sophie. <laughs> yeah, you know
1: that's true. But you know what? I got my middle name because my mom was afraid because I had a weird name that the mm. kids would make fun of me. So and maybe it's one I of the six Danish names name that they... So I could just go with maria instead of luna uh it's and one i did of the get six. Bullied, one just of the just not six names. because of my name so right. that didn't really, <laughs> just didn't really cover my ass uh so i don't really i never use maria's so i kind of forget that it's there because i just use luna's january also that's what people remember if i say maria carlson then it's like what who is this a like... danish person
0: it must be yeah. what like think 100,000 Maria Carlsons in Denmark. And <laughs> sure, there's only like 102,000 sure. people, so.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a long name. It's just too much. There's never enough room when you're signing something. I had to ditch that early on, so I, uh, yeah.
0: I have the yeah. opposite problem. With my surname, people always assume that I've shortened it. Okay. Every time I spell my surname out for someone on the phone, they're always like, yes, and the rest? Oh, no, we, you need, we need your full <laughs> name. It is my full name.
1: Aww. It's like when you have sex with someone and they're like, and the rest now? Yes. And you're like, no, this is all I got.
0: I wouldn't know. I'm, <laughs> I'm a virgin. I'm a virgin. I've never had sex. And Nobody would know. So, Yeah. So, <sighs>
1: you know, what? I guess it's I'll true. get
0: there one day.
1: Yeah, <coughs> any day now. I believe in you. I, I, you have all my faith.
0: I mean, my story is actually kind of related. Uh, I okay. Have... Before
1: we go into that, to I'm your, not I'm to not your go- I'm not going into <laughs> <laughs> I guess the the big news this week was just personal news, and I do look forward <laughs> to that. What a, what?
0: A... I'm not going to go into my story. I'm just going to say in advance that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So also, conversations we had before the podcast started. I was thinking, I didn't say this, but I was thinking this week we may actually have the same story. Okay. And then you said you might have taken too big a story. And now I think we might have just swapped roles.
1: I think we may have. I think have. I'm oh, bringing You brought the... a Luna story and I brought I, a David story.
0: I think that might, I don't know what your story is yet, but I think that might be the case.
1: That's interesting and terrifying. Do you want to swap? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just send it over real quick because I am not comfortable with this much, you know.
0: And I also, I don't, I feel like we should mention update on last week.
1: Oh, 100%. That's where I wanted to go. Holy crap. When you told me this last week, when you were telling me about it, I had heard nothing. The day after I wake up and the entire internet has blown up, there is only, like Bernie memes are gone. Like that was bye- and all of a sudden, GameStop yeah. has just taken over, and wow, has it evolved and so basically escalated.
0: If you listened to our episode as soon as it was released, mm. then really happy we get you get you ahead of the curve. If you listen to our episode any point later than that, sorry for bringing you what was the biggest story of the week. Because I promise, yeah. <laughs> at the time, yeah. it was bunch of idiots on reddit and that was it and then but also just i've said this before when we've talked about things that have later blown up
1: Hmm.
0: it's really scary seeing stories that you know way more about than the mainstream news and how they report on it shut up (laughs) i'm making an important point (laughs) oh okay (laughs) because seeing the reports in Major proper newspapers mm-hmm. that said things that are just so obviously not true, and mm. you would imagine it makes you feel like Donald Trump has a point, like it's terrifying when you read what did things you that just <laughs> say?
1: I mean, get out
0: his point's wrong, <laughs> like his <laughs> side is wrong, but, it's there. <laughs> but the concept of the media being trash.
1: So Does, now you have to elaborate. Okay, what did so you, what when did you, you see, see that?
0: for example, when you see in The Wall Street Journal and in The Guardian and in uh, The New York Times, then mm-hmm. refer to Wall Street bets as alt-right, which is just in no way true. What did you say? There are proper newspapers... That have mm-hmm. referred to wall street bets the subreddit that is has been at the heart of this as uh-huh. alt right they okay. said it's got neo-nazis in it and it's like well nothing about it is alt right
1: okay are you in it how do you know yeah, like I'm, i didn't know I'm this i'm it. just
0: curious i've 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 looked at wall street bets for that's how i became aware of this story before it properly blew up is because okay you know you it's, there. it's entertaining mm-hmm. um of course, is it possible that a huge group with 2 million people... I mean, now it's like 6 million in after this week. Sure. But that was <laughs> imagine, like yeah. 1.5, 2 million people. Are some of them probably alt-right? Yeah, sure. sure. But it's not an alt-right group.
1: Mm-hmm. Is that what it sounds like when they write about it?
0: Yeah, people saying that it's... Uh, that it's associated with 4chan because they've read the title, which is like 4chan got uh, got access to a Bloomberg terminal, which that's a joke. And then they write about it as yeah, if it's the they same. Don't get it. okay. They talk about this rage against the machine that's mm-hmm. the same as Donald Trump's rage. And you go, no, 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 it's not. That's that's not even slightly true. Mm-hmm. And if you knew anything more about this, then you would know that. You also see, so to the last couple of days, there's been a lot of articles about silver massively increasing in value. And it's the next target for Wall Street bets.
1: Okay. What is silver?
0: Like the metal, like buying, buying the actual metal. I thought it was the name of like a company. (laughs) Okay. So buying the actual metal as a Uh commodity in In the guardian that is a newspaper that i respect that i you know believe is generally has very good journalistic principles Mm. this is a little bit more confusing to explain but on wall street bets there have been a lot of clearly astroturfed fake pushes from bots to try and push people to invest in other things so there have been a lot of comments which if you look at even for a little bit you can see this is not a real person this is not someone who's been involved in the community for a long time this is an account that's been dead for 10 years and suddenly appeared again and started saying to everyone buy silver buy silver buy silver buy something else buy Uh. something else (laughs) oh that sucks and now you see in these mainstream newspapers them talking about wall street bets says buy silver and you go. That's not even uh, slightly true. And if you looked into it for a bit longer, you would see that every member of the community who has been in there for a while is saying, "We are being brigaded by people trying to distract us, yeah, and push us towards questionable things." It's the just
1: been compromised. Well,
0: they say, "I don't just from." if you've been involved in a story before it's it's hit the mainstream media it's scary to see Mm. when they state state things that aren't it's not like questionable it's not like i just have a difference of opinion when they state things that are objectively untrue which some of these have like sometimes it's it's a difference of opinion and sometimes they're stating things that are just clearly just not true okay and that makes you kind. Of, that makes me, at least, scared of all the other stories that I read. Then I am like, sure. but I am just and not an expert be on that,
1: of course. Yeah,
0: but I can't possibly be skeptical skeptical to the degree necessary because if mm-hmm. I hadn't happened to really delved into this, if I hadn't seen it in advance and really delved into this story for the podcast, mm. then I would you... believe all of this because it's sure. coming from reputable L- yeah. sources and it's anyway. That's my yeah, it's
1: not great. It's not great
0: vaguely serious point which i okay. promise i shall make up for with my story but i'd like to hear about yours first. i think maybe yeah, we, i
1: should go first so i can get it over with <laughs> <laughs> no i'll enjoy it don't worry about it So but, will listeners. but also it sounds like yours might be a little bit more light-hearted not that mine is like sad or anything okay i'm just gonna start why don't you do, I do this <laughs> Okay, I'm going to talk about the fact that Vancouver just voted to decriminalize all
0: drugs. Oh, good job, okay. Vancouver. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. okay. Oh.
1: And I'm basically just, like, I'm taking everything from a Vice article by Rachel Brown. Okay. So, credits due where credits due. Okay. So, the thing is that Vancouver City Council... Are you yeah. already laughing at me, bitch?
0: I'm not laughing at you. <laughs> I'm laughing because I also have a Vice article, but it just really shows oh. the dualism <laughs> of Vice. Because Vice like, is such... Like, is Vice November. News can be so good, and Vice the magazine is just so obviously trash. And I decided <laughs> to bring a story from Vice magazine. <laughs> I dig it. So um, we're going to see the two sides of this beautiful coin that is Vice. <laughs>
1: They can just do anything, Vice. You know, you know, what a
0: So, Rachel a Brown.
1: <laughs> okay, I was saying. Vancouver City Council unanimously voted on Wednesday to uh, proceed with a plan to decriminalize the possession of small amounts of all illicit drugs. And that's like from heroin to meth. Uh, and this is uh, like a way to help curb their overdose crisis that has been like really escalating uh with the pandemic and also then like it's been an increasingly toxic street supply that's happened because like the production everything is kind of disrupted right now with covid so at least 1536 people in Vancouver and more than 5000 people in British Columbia have died of an overdose since British Columbia Columbia declared a public health emergency over the crisis in 2016. So the number of fatal overdoses in British Columbia and across the entire country has spiked throughout 2020. So this means that this year is going to be like the fucking worst year ever uh, recorded for overdoses. It's scary as hell. Uh, So drug policy and uh, addictions experts have for a long time called for decriminalization as basically a crucial measure to uh, help reduce the, the, you know, the stigma around drug use because like, yeah, obviously nobody want to talk about it. They're afraid to talk about it. And um, so these experts want to break down the barriers and... um, and like, help people, and and get the health services, and like give them the treatment that they need. These yeah. people, uh, but they that they can't now because they're so afraid of criminal sanctions. Obviously, yeah. Like anywhere, really. Um, and uh, advocates then warn that Vancouver should, you know, because they're gonna if they're gonna do this, they should obviously look to the places who have uh, that have already. Um, try to or like decriminalize drugs and of course then there's a bunch of like initiatives like how to approach this that they have to assess for themselves and uh, then learn from what is lacking the other places and then I want to go and talk about the Portuguese model how much do you know about Portugal and their drug stuff <laughs> <laughs>
0: How much do I know about poverty? Do you know anything? I know yeah, I, I, about their familiar? decriminalization. Uh, mm-hmm. well, I guess it's like 10 years old now or something.
1: It's 15 years old. 15, God. I think. Yeah. Yeah, they did it in 2001. Day. Yeah.
0: 2001. No, that's way more that's than, than
1: 15. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I didn't go to school for fucking math, okay? <laughs>
0: That was great. <laughs>
1: I stole it. It's Katya from Drag Race, so. But I do love that quote. I can't take, you know, credit for it. It's not mine. <laughs> Everything you think that's funny that I say is not mine. Not there we go. That's yeah, you're welcome. And I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> so, it's still not clear exactly how Vancouver is going to approach it and how they will like, will they replace the criminal sanctions with administrative ones, like a ticket or a payable fine, uh, like they, they did in Portugal, uh, that, you know, decriminalizes the use of simple possession of all drugs. Um, because Portugal had, like, a wild heroin, ad- like, they had so much heroin addiction. And then, of course, like, because of the... Like, it went crazy, the HIV infections also soared, and it it was really bad. And um, their experiment with decriminalization was, like, very successful in cutting the overdose rates and also connecting people with harm reduction and treatment. And um, its decriminalization regime has faced some criticism over its rigidity, Uh, And also that law enforcement still is so in the forefront, which is bad, because that makes people unsafe and scared, basically, obviously. We know that. So, people in Portugal who are found by police to be in possession of a 10-day supply or less of illicit drugs have their drugs confiscated. And that's like... A lot of the decriminalization is not that it's legalized, of course, it's that it's you don't, like, get punished to have drugs. Like, they take your drugs and it's like, and now go. I of.
0: have a question. hmm It's not really a question, more of a statement. Oh. I'm pretty sure that 10-day supply for Keith Richards and 10-day supply for me <laughs> are two quite different things. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I just want to know how are we judging? Is there some kind of average? Are they?
1: Due, I know there. Are... Does
0: each like <laughs> does each addict keep a little diary they and just say ask today? Their, their guy Jeff, just... like
1: Jeff, how much do you use? We're just gonna, we're just gonna take that and make it a, as a template for this. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Oh, of course, like there are numbers for There's... this. I didn't write them down because I'm There's no reason for you to, bad a, at what a, I do. But <laughs> it's a
0: dumb question. I'm sure they have a very sensible way of working it out.
1: Mm. Um. <laughs> yeah, but you know. But of course, like the the idea is that you don't. You know, if you're somebody who's selling yeah. or like dis- uh, distributing this, then it's gonna be a bigger problem. But yeah. you know. Um, yes. So the people who are found by police to be in possession of. A 10 day supply or less of the drugs have them confiscated yes Uh, or they will be ordered to appear before a government-run dissuasion Commission which then is made up by social legal and psychological experts which is a good idea that's like just smart and most of the cases are getting dismissed and some pay fines But, um, yeah, also people get, like, linked up with treatment options. So, like, they have – they're trying to, like, figure out for the individual what is the right next step for them, which is very cool.
0: Radical idea to
1: It's so wild that this is so radical, you know. Fit a
0: solution to a problem rather than just smacking it with the same solution no matter what.
1: But it's so interesting, right, that obviously so many places – have it criminalized that's like kind of the standard and it's not working for anybody uh and then there are these places that have actually done this and of course nothing is perfect all systems can be tweaked and refined and all that and but like just living in denmark we say that we're so progressive which we have uncovered by now on this podcast that that is not true uh, in many ways, and uh, it's not even that big of a discourse here, really. Sometimes it pops up in an article, you know. Some of the political parties want to talk about it, but it like it almost has no support to decriminalize drugs. They're like we're pretty strict here with the drug laws. Anyway, that's a sidetrack.
0: <laughs> that's uh, not necessarily realized, but the number of people who are convinced that Denmark has legal weed. Yeah, I'm pretty sure so that many they people. just think that this is the Netherlands and they. they but it's also really we have
1: Christiania, and that confuses the shit out of people, which I get. It is very confusing. It's like you have this.
0: It's not this... that confusing. A shit ton what? of hippies took over a military base and were like, "Hey, we want to take a shit ton of drugs." I feel like there you go, done, easy.
1: But I think the I disconnect. <laughs> True, David.
0: There's well no more nuance, nothing more to explain. It completely <laughs> <laughs> summed up everything. You nailed it. God, nailed it. I should be a teacher. So fucking <laughs> good should. at
1: this. I mean, just look at how you explained stocks last week. I think, <laughs> I think you should think about it. Really, <laughs> <But> <laughs> I don't honestly- think we can compare the
0: two. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think those two things should just start out with us. Stocks and Christianity. Stock market and weed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I might
0: Mm -hmm. need to work a little bit on my weed lesson. I think the stock market one was a little little stronger.
1: (laughs) But honestly, it is kind of weird that we have this place in Copenhagen that is, you know, everybody knows that drugs are being sold there, that people buy drugs there, and it's still there. It still, you know, just goes on. And it's this funny thing that, You know, the state knows that we're in many ways very reliant on Christiania to be up and running because it is a huge tourism attraction. So it's like, yeah, you kind of love Christiania for what it is because it's kind of, it's a big deal. It's a big deal and it's a big cultural thing. It's a lot of things. And then daily you send Police there to raid the fucking the whole thing. It's all just kind of weird, and it's like a dance. It's like this theatrical, weird, like figure. Your I shit feel out. like our
0: listeners might need a bit more explanation.
1: So you didn't like it. You didn't. You don't think that was. You don't think that was enough. <laughs> I thought I, I did it so well. I should be a teacher. I could like speak in half sentences and just end everything with, you know, and, you know, and shit, you know? <laughs> you, yeah. I know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're welcome. <laughs> uh, okay. So I'm just going to quickly talk about Caitlin Shane who is a drug policy lawyer with Pivot Legal Society in Vancouver. And she said to Vice, quote, We've heard very clearly from people who use drugs in Portugal that any type of interaction or interference as a result of possessing drugs preserves a lot of the same harm as criminalization itself because people continue to fear police. People continue to be targeted by police. So it's not perfect. And... When you introduce police into this, the the whole thing kind of cracks. Yeah, <laughs> cracks. Uh, it's no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I take it back. Oh, oh, okay. I'm <laughs> <No. laughs> hurting. The you? voice
0: was worse than the pun. Okay. Oh, you, from gosh. now, you have free reign <laughs> to make as many crack puns as you want.
1: As long as my voice doesn't crack. Is (laughs) that it? Yes. Mm -hmm. There you go. -hmm. Okay. 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 So (laughs) instead, uh, Pivot Legal Society, they're urging for like full decriminalization, which would completely eliminate all penalties and sanctions associated with simple possession. Uh, And she says that the ideal is that very simply police stand down. And I think that is so smart. And, you know, I don't understand why with so many things, we do not look to places that are doing the thing that we want to do, looking at what works and what does not, and then just learning from that and implementing that and trying to tweak it so it, it makes sense. And, like, it's just... It baffles my mind, David, that with so many things, especially drugs. I mean, it's just very weird. I yeah.
0: Anyway. Yeah, but I think.
1: But I because mean, then I'm... you could also you use... so the thing oh, is okay. that when you <laughs> I'm gonna keep going. The excitement level
0: just. <laughs> you thought for two seconds, and I'm gonna fucking <laughs> shut up.
1: <laughs> i'm just gonna steamroll you right go now. go go no but it's just that, you know me. if you if you say let's take police out of this yeah and then use that budget or like so much of the money that would be going to these forces to actually give people access to more health and harm reduction services and all these things that is so like that's works with decriminalization, like housing and everything. Um, And this is what uh, this uh, Shane woman, Caitlin Shane also says that, uh, you know, this should be a thing. This should, uh, we should not have police and like, or bylaw officers uh, or the courts as like a gatekeeper should just give people what they actually need to make them safe and to give them the best foundation to improve their lives
0: i i think i mean i i I completely don't disagree obviously when you know the results from portugal show that we should definitely be considering things that way but Mm -hmm. i think what's not being how to word this i think the (laughs) The core feeling behind not doing it Portugal's way is seeing emotionally the public seeing drug addicts as criminal. I think the decriminalization is, of course, a legal matter, but Mm -hmm. also has to happen emotionally and politically in wider society. And that's yeah. the thing, and that's I think exactly why. If we think about Christiania and why Christiania hasn't just been legalized, and it would be so much so. It would be so much better for Denmark to legalize Christiania, because yeah. the way that they approach it today means that if you constantly go in and arrest people, and you constantly go in and take people away, and sometimes you hit them with, with a you know, custodial sentence where you send them to prison. Right. Then the people selling, soon enough, won't be a bunch of hippies who just believe in, you know, free love and liberation. Because once you start putting those people in prison, Mm. they soon run out of those people. But who you don't run out of is gang members. And then it becomes, now, if you go down to Christiania, I'm willing to bet, and this is entirely speaking out my own ass, but I'm willing to bet That the people who are still committed to selling there are the people who can afford in whatever way, emotionally or physically, to go to prison for five years. Whereas the hippies, right, who Mm. are not a threat and don't use the funds for violence in any way, they can't afford to go to prison for five years. So the approach that the police take makes the situation worse.
1: Yeah. I cannot talk, I don't know about the people selling. It's like also just thinking of anybody who can emotionally afford to go to prison and all that. Like, I understand what you're saying, but I think most people would prefer (laughs) to like...
0: (laughs) Obviously, most people would prefer not to go to prison. Uh, I'm not saying that, but there is a fundamental difference. Yeah, yeah. Between... (laughs) Anyway, but the point being that 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 widespread feeling of decriminalization the feeling of people who use drugs aren't criminals Mm -hmm. right (laughs) they're no more criminals than someone who drinks alcohol and it's very very possible that someone who drinks alcohol has a problem and we should have support that is you know available to that person but that doesn't mean we're going to criminalize i think that the emotional and Political is too messy a word. The emotional and political change is Mm -hmm. way more important than the legal change. Yeah. And And that's that's what what
1: comes with stigma. You know, that's why.
0: And that's (sighs) maybe easy enough to get in Copenhagen to have that change happen.
1: I don't know. I but don't think so. Well, Copenhagen compared to the rest of the country, In sure. the rest of
0: Denmark, that change is not yeah. going to happen. And as yeah. long as that's not going to happen in the rest of the country, the police mm-hmm. aren't going to give up in Copenhagen to
1: yeah.
0: treat it that but way. But it
1: would it would, you know, as with everything else, it would mean that people would have to actually be open enough to be to like to information and facts about this because I once would probably like would definitely also be thinking that this was a bad idea and oh my God. And it sounds so yeah. bad and criminal and all this, you know, but the fact is that when you just fucking educate yourself for a second, just like for a, just for a second, you're going to see how it, like all the benefits of this. And also, Yeah. It's just, it's just wild that it seems like we're so far from this conversation here and we need that to happen. It just, it's because also we talk a lot of shit about the U.S. for uh, being afraid of communism and socialism and all these things. And like, why don't they just educate themselves and why don't they just look to other countries and see what work? And then we're like standing over here with blindfolds on no, I don't want to see what the other countries are doing. No, we are on top of shit. We're Denmark. Have you not heard? You know, it's just, it's so silly. It's silly. Oh my God. We're so arrogant. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. Oh God. But so this Caitlin Shane, she's a smart Mm -hmm. cookie. (laughs) She also says
0: Such a demeaning.
1: Is it demeaning to smart cookie? It sounded so
0: demeaning. She's a smart cookie. She's a smart
1: cookie. I would have said that if
0: an eight year old who just.
1: Shane Jackson.
0: I'm not saying it was misogynistic. I'm just saying it was demeaning. I'm saying. Okay. It's what you say to an eight year old who's just learned you can't eat crayons. Oh. it's such I'm... a smart cookie. <laughs> Good job.
1: But why would you say that if somebody eats crayons? That's not very bright, is it?
0: If they just learned they shouldn't eat crayons. Oh, okay. They're developing.
1: Okay, I shouldn't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. hmm There you they're, go. They're developing.
0: <laughs> Up until, you know, <laughs> seven and three quarters, that fucker ate all the crayons they could shove in their mouth.
1: We sure but did. But as soon
0: as they turned eight. <laughs> oh, smart cookie. <laughs> like,
1: I think I just really like that term. It I, is a cute term. We use it a lot in my friend circle. So it's very, it's the first thing, obviously. <laughs> Maybe it's just that your voice
0: sounds naturally sarcastic.
1: <laughs> that is true. I'm dealing with that a lot in my relationship also. <laughs> so, yeah, what you gonna do? Well, Caitlin Shane, this mm. smart woman, yes, uh, said that there should also not be any fines associated with possession because, because if you just think about this for a second, you realize that the people who get fucked over by fines are the people who are most vulnerable and who are most visible to police because a lot of them don't have housing. So -hmm. they're right there. They can't fucking afford all the fine. Like, so it's just this vicious circle and we, yeah, it's not news. This is not news. This is how it works.
0: <laughs> Have you watched The Wire?
1: Yes, like eight years ago. Okay. So don't ask me about specifics.
0: Well, just Amsterdam in The Wire tells this exact story. If oh. anyone hasn't seen The Wire, it's the greatest TV show of Everybody's all time. And you should definitely, not everyone has watched The Wire. <laughs> and it's the
1: first TV show that, a. Uh, a very cocky and arrogant guy will be like you haven't watched the wire how dare you or like if you have watched the wire he'll be like who's your three favorite characters
0: well this cocky and arrogant guy is gonna say oh. what the fuck you haven't watched no i'm saying the opposite <laughs> i'm saying lots of people haven't watched the wire yes. and that's yeah. okay but yeah, it maybe is. It is. do because it's fucking awesome try to get through the first season because it can be hard to understand because it's They actually speak like people from Baltimore and that can be difficult to get, but maybe watch it with subtitles. And very entertaining also. (laughs) Anyway, the reason I mention it is because they tell this exact story. One of Mm. the uh, police captains, uh, lieutenants, I'm not sure his, anyway, uh, (laughs) tries to, gets bored of dealing with the stats, gets bored of dealing with drug addicts because he says Mm. this is not a police problem, this is a medical problem, Mm. and he sets up an area in which drug dealing is legal. And tells the, it it tells, it really wonderfully Mm -hmm. tells the full story of politics fighting back and the stats supporting this would actually be a really great thing to do. And the amount of outreach and the amount of health support you managed to provide. Yeah. But it doesn't matter because it makes people feel weird to allow people to have drugs.
1: Well, does it? (laughs) <laughs> I don't know.
0: <laughs> so that is my extended recommendation. I, isn't it better it's, than uh, nothing?
1: It's not a perfect solution at all. But doesn't what, it help To let people have drugs. That, you know, there is a place where you can... Yeah,
0: grow? it helps. Lo- that's, the, that's exactly what, like, it It shows all of the obvious benefits of yeah. that scenario and the challenges mm-hmm. of that scenario. Uh. But it's clearly better. Like, yeah. it's clearly it gives you access to so many people who require support that hide away
1: mm-hmm.
0: and die from heroin overdoses because they didn't get the support that they needed.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well,
0: lighthearted story. Yeah. <laughs> That's my little anecdote.
1: <laughs> I just, I did look into a little bit of Danish context. Oh. Uh, it's Cited. not really a lot. <laughs> I just got a couple numbers just to, so we can see a comparison. Yeah. Um, I did find some numbers from 2016 uh, compared to Portugal. So in Denmark in 16, 237 people died of drug-related causes. Yeah. And in Portugal the number was 30. That's a huge fucking difference.
0: And is this par something or is it total?
1: In total. Just I googling the population
0: of Portugal.
1: Not like So Portugal point.
0: has 10.2 million people.
1: Oh damn and Denmark has what, 5?
0: Denmark has 6 million people.
1: Oh we're up 6 now, okay. So okay.
0: they have, I mean that's off the top of my head I might, I might be wrong. People be fucking. <laughs> So they have a lot more people in Portugal. Is that okay. uh four million more people and had two hundred and seven less deaths.
1: Yeah. That's remarkable.
0: That is pretty pretty huge difference.
1: So let's uh start the conversation out there with Danish people and you know.
0: You know what we do have the government. That's quite nice here in well, Denmark. Yeah. What we do have. Mm-hmm. And it's not uh a very kind of one-off thing rather than a fundamental structural change mm-hmm. but the socio lance have you seen the socio lance or i think there's a couple of them that drive around
1: oh yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah. so if you call uh the emergency number 112 or 999 or 911 depending on mm-hmm. where you are in the world <laughs> um if you call it in denmark you can uh, depending on the issue, instead of sending an ambulance or instead of sending the police, so what in most places they would send the police for, something that doesn't require paramedics, but isn't actually criminal. It's someone mm-hmm. having like a, a mental health crisis or a homeless person that needs some kind of non-medical support. They can yeah. send out the sociolance, sociological ambulance, societal mm. ambulance- <laughs> i don't know what it is so for i don't know something in that to... <laughs> vague but <yeah>. society's ambulance <laughs> S-
1: <laughs> them
0: to provide non criminalized uh support for people that need it, and that's like that's a really nice change that yeah. Is a step in the right direction of it's this kind like of thing. Almost
1: like we should do it more. We're
0: almost like we should make a fundamental structural change.
1: Oh, will you look at that! <laughs> That's and that and with that comment. Yes. I will wrap up my story. Okay. Let's get some fundamental changes. God damn it!
0: To this or what we goddess. could talk about is. What? Ooh. Oh. We spoke to a guy who got his dick locked <gasps> in a cage. <gasps> By a hacker.
1: What? Wait, there's. So, I have so many questions.
0: <laughs> a person. I can't ins- believe you didn't find this story. This is such a new story. I
1: have not seen it. What the fuck, David? What? Where are you looking? <laughs> <laughs> I need that website.
0: I was so sure when I picked this story that, that I wouldn't even get to tell it, that you'd just tell How this How
1: did t- I miss that?
0: Okay, so this is from Vice, not Vice News, clear distinction, <laughs> um, written by Lorenzo Franceschi Bicchieri, 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 I don't
1: Yes, very that.
0: As is tradition, fuck up his name. Um, <laughs> so.
1: Like he isn't suffering enough.
0: It's not, that's the, that's the journalist. Oh, then Uh, fuck it. (laughs) (laughs) But weirdly, the guy is named. So Sam Summers. But people
1: love naming people. There's so many articles I read where I'm like, you don't have to put their names in, girl. And they do. Yeah. They don't give a fuck.
0: So. So Sam Summers was sitting at home with his penis wrapped in an internet connected chastity cage. When he got a weird message on the app that connects to the device, someone told him they had taken control and they wanted $1,000 in Bitcoin to give control back to Summers. Initially.
1: Okay, back up.
0: Uh, I'm just going to power through and then we can back up. Initially, (laughs) I thought it was my partner doing that, Summers told Motherboard in a phone call. It sounds silly, but I got a bit excited by it but when summers called his partner she told him it wasn't her even after he told her their safe word i'm really messing up the words today i'm just even after he told her their safe word that's when he realized he had gotten hacked his penis was locked in the cage and he had no way out dun dun dun
1: first off why is there a cage for his penis how is it attached is this a, a an app that is just like, oh, your penis prison app for you who like to uh, imprison your wiener? I'm so confused.
0: It's uh it's <laughs> nice that you put on this, you know, this fake surprise, just pretending that, that you're not deep into <laughs> penis cage fetish you <laughs> absolute freak <laughs> what
1: <laughs> is going on here no.
0: um so it's some kind of chastity fetish
1: and there's an app for that
0: there is <laughs> an app is. so that your partner can control when you have access to what if you own... have to pee i assume that there's some kind of <laughs> i assume that it's possible to urinate. I mean, you know
1: what happens when you assume, David. <laughs> yeah, I'm, just... I'm not gonna say it, but you know it.
0: Just, uh, just I need pictures.
1: At... Do you have pictures?
0: I I do have pictures. Okay, so um, I will have to
1: put that on Instagram at a little pot
0: Yeah, it's a little sheath. <laughs> it's just a yeah. So
1: what? It's a little sheet? What are you saying?
0: Sheath. It's a little, it's a plastic condom, but hard plastic.
1: Is he just wearing a condom?
0: No, it's, it's very <laughs> clear. You Look, <laughs> it's a plastic firm condom that attaches and, and cannot be removed. So,
1: so okay. <laughs> How can I, I have a hard time connecting this with any man because most dudes that I, i have been acquainted with don't even fucking want to wear just a normal condom when they're gonna fuck so how are Beautiful some dudes insight into your life putting... there? <laughs> <laughs> like you you need the conversation every time okay so the reason why you need to put the condom on your wiener every time anyway and so this guy he's just willy willy nilly <laughs> appropriate He's just, he, he's putting that firm, yet probably tender condom on his wiener, for just for the hell of it. I mean, it's,
0: it. A, it's a fetish. Oh yeah, yeah, of course. Most dudes don't want to, you know, stick a toilet brush up their ass. Well. But there are, okay. <laughs> Most guys that I've had sexual relations with have not wanted a toilet brush up their ass. But maybe that's different in your experience.
1: I mean, it's always (laughs) my first question, obviously. What do you ask people?
0: Are you willing to have... Like, just in conversation, not even with sexual partners. Just, hi,
1: my name is Luna. How would you like to have a toilet brush up your anus?
0: Second question. Mm -hmm. Which end are you comfortable with? Both? Both? (laughs) Both? Both? Mm. Um... So, yeah, in summary... (laughs) Um... I don't, I don't want to go into a lot of detail about this story. Yes. I can't I really but I want just, you to. I want to give you the key. The thing is. Oh, so i just gone along. So the thing is. Yeah. That it's. Uh, the chastity device is connected uh-huh. to the Internet of Things. And just like your Amazon Echo or your, you know, smart fridge or whatever it is, can get hacked into.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: People hacked into the the so the device is called Cellmate, uh, and some device <laughs> owners <laughs> enjoying the name. <laughs> some device owners had their accounts and therefore their devices hacked at the end of last year. Um. So then Aww. hackers could take control. So he ended up sending them money. He, found, he had some Bitcoin in a uh, in an account. He sent them $1,000. And after he sent them, they asked him for more. And they wouldn't unlock it. So he ended up getting some bolt cutters. He tried to get his partner to do it. Oh, no. She was not able to. So he had to do it himself. Huh. He didn't slice off his penis. Huh. But he did cut himself. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: Uh, but he got it off? He managed did to get it off. Did he get off himself? Or was the king. He was kind unable
0: of... to have sex with his mm. partner for a month. So, as a chastity belt, it sounds like it did its fucking job. Uh, <laughs> oh.
1: That first fuck afterwards, pretty great, probably. Um. <laughs> And he rated it five stars. Like this uh, He really deleted worked. the app after that.
0: <laughs> after that, he deleted the app. And okay. he, you know, he says. Yeah, so it was pretty scary for him. And this is why yeah, I am fundamentally, I'm just against, don't connect things to the internet
1: mm-hmm. that
0: you've got these kind Period. of risks with. <laughs> yes. That's why I didn't buy an Amazon Echo. Because I know it's going to, you know, tell everyone when I try and what fuck it. What is an Echo. Those little smart speakers that you can like tell to audio you like Alexa or, or Alexa yeah's it has got, okay. got Alexa in it and uh,
1: yeah no I do not fucking get that people do that.
0: Alexa's gonna snitch on my fetishes and that's why
1: I mean obviously <laughs> I'm people it. listening through our phones as we speak because I can literally have a thought and then it's on my phone like this ad a day after. So, yeah, I'm not saying that I'm living isolated and, you know. That, yeah, but well, I am but living ridiculous. isolated, but not technologically, <laughs> I guess. It's difficult to do that unless you're very dedicated. Um, but also because Jens is so into um, privacy and everything. And like, so I hear all these horrible things. But like, even I, even I know from just having a couple thoughts, that Alexa is a, that it's bad news. It's bad news.
0: It definitely it's like, is yes, bad FBI news. FBI
1: man, why don't you come inside?
0: If you put your dick in it. That's, I think, the real lesson.
1: That you learned learn. recently. Yes. Yeah. That's, <laughs> thank you for sharing that, David. That must've been
0: it's, hard. It's hard, really hard. <laughs> or not. After you I mean, <laughs> send some bolt cuts, through you it. tell me. Well,
1: yeah. um, <laughs> <laughs> wow, and you were my, like, "This my is my not gonna be my weekly. What the fuck? This is gonna be my main."
0: I felt like I brought a, I brought a fucking lecture last week, so I wanted to mix it up with. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's nice. Oh <laughs> <gosh>. <laughs> with something a bit lighter.
1: <laughs> I love. <that> we literally <laughs> fucking swapped this week. What the hell? <laughs> It's kind of funny because I feel like there, we do not, like, I have not talked to you since we recorded last week. And then like an hour before we're recording, you're like, are we recording? Like, yeah, we're f- fucking recording. It's Monday. <laughs> you know? Just checking. Uh, but the, it's so funny that usually when you have picked long ass stories, I have just happened to pick something that's pretty short. And now i I brought the longer one, and you had the wiener story. It's like, you know, symbiotic. We just, we just know, man. Just know. <laughs> well done. That was a great story. <laughs> you bring I, in the I, wiener.
0: I thought you would think so.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do appreciate it. We all do. Well, let's move on to Wiggly. What the fuck? <laughs> Okay, what do you got?
0: <laughs> do you want me to go first? I've got. I've sure, got a, I have. How many? You've, you, I've got one. I only, I only brought one. Well, then I only, I only I'm going to go first because I have three. Okay.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> because with the Self- Weekly <laughs> with the Fox, it usually can be wrapped up in a headline and a couple of sentences. That's oh, it's the point. <laughs> and Oh, how much do you want to bet that your one story is one of my three? I.
0: I don't know it could really go either way
1: okay my first one is four men get mouth ulcers after eating 30 kilos oranges at airport to avoid paying extra baggage fee
0: <laughs> i'm sorry did it say 30 kilos
1: 30 kilograms of oranges
0: no they fucking just way. how many they... how many people
1: four men no way Seriously. No in thirty way. David, in thirty minutes. No. Thirty way. minutes. It says. Look. And when have the news I didn't ever go to lied? For maths.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but I'm pretty sure
1: <laughs> I mean
0: that, that doesn't add up.
1: They didn't feel great afterwards. That's I'm not saying but, that. What? Have you ever seen really cheap men who don't want to pay That's for a- shit? They can child. do anything, man.
0: They that can is do eating anything. a child. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my God. I don't even like A small child.
0: A child who small. eats crayons, but still it's a child. <laughs> like, that is fucking crazy.
1: <laughs> this happened in uh, uh, an airport in Kunming, which is southwest China's Yunnan province. I, I
0: just don't believe it. I don't believe it.
1: Okay. Well, girl. I don't. I don't know what to tell you. It was it was 30 kilograms I, that I found about this. I that's all I. That's maybe I want to believe. I'm, it. Just I'm sorry. what, what it was, says. What,
0: what what happened to them afterwards? They they felt a they little, felt really a little bad, little and then they
1: got mouth ulcers.
0: Ooh.
1: Yeah, Ooh. they weren't great. I mean,
0: it's a lot of acid. I'm, yeah,
1: yeah, that's the thing. These are citrus fruits. You can't you can't trust that shit, man. You have to be very careful. Oh uh, fucking citrus! Yeah.
0: I think if you ate that many bananas, you'd be like poisoned from the oh potassium. My God. Like
1: just gross fruit all around. I hate bananas unless it's in cake. Then I love it. I love the taste of I, banana, the texture. Thinking about it, I want to vomit. I had I I I think I was twenty five before I could touch a banana. <laughs>
0: banana cake is shit too. Okay, bananas How are trash entirely. Dare
1: you, sir? Cake
0: or fruit, trash. Anyone? Who likes bananas (laughs) (laughs) needs to get in the fucking sea, okay? They should be gone. I would
1: rather eat crayons than than a raw banana. I remember, okay, I have a very clear memory from when I was very young. Probably not more than five or six or something, six maybe. And I remember my grandfather telling me that if I ate half of the banana... He would give me a piece of chocolate, this uh, Riesen chocolate, mm-hmm. which is like, I don't know, also a little caramelly or like yeah. weird texture, whatever. So I ate half the banana, I think, crying, disgusted. But if you know me, you know, I'm going to do you, what it takes to get that chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> I, I ate it, I got the chocolate, and it was a gross chocolate. Like I was too young to enjoy a reason. It was... traumatic experience yeah (laughs) it's the fact that i can remember this and i was this young i don't have a lot of memories from this age but this is i remember standing it like where it was and like how the vibe was and just how i felt like this took an hour for me (laughs) it was horrible i don't trust bananas but I do. But in in a in a good banana cake with chocolate chip. Oh my god! I make a mean that's, banana cake. That's... I do, and now I can touch it because <laughs> I need to move touch on the to banana.
0: Your next story, we can You don't want to hear, hear more about, about how much I loathe bananas. <laughs> <We> can't hear <laughs> oh anymore. God. We can't do it. Yeah, it's can't... probably a good call. Good call. <laughs> like... <laughs> but this is what happens. I we, rant about. We've bananas. peaked on. <laughs>
1: I apologize. apologize <laughs> move on. Okay, now, now tell me a story.
0: Okay. Uh, <laughs> so it's about contraception, which could be a you story. Oh. No. Uh, huh. But it's also about squirrels.
1: Oh, squirrels? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. I'm sorry. But so, that's my favorite word that you can say. Not me, it's not fun when I, you know. But a squirrel.
0: The oh, UK government <laughs> backs birth control for grey squirrels. What? They're going to get up okay. in there and just give birth control to all the squirrels. Not all, just the grey ones, not the red ones. They like the Why red Why are
1: ones. they discriminating colour? <laughs> I mean, they do love to do that, but what is the reasoning?
0: So, uh, grey squirrels are an invasive species. They came from the US In like the 19th century, Uh, I think, Uh, and they really fucked up the native red squirrels. Uh And there's been a project for a while to try and convince just grey squirrels to eat oral contraceptives that they are hiding in hazelnut spread. They trick them with Nutella, and then they're like, (laughs) "Boom! Plan B! (laughs) Fucking (laughs) what you gonna do now? No babies for you, (laughs) motherfucker!" And so apparently... They're,
1: so they're trying to control the colonizers. Yes. And not the indigenous squirrels. Okay. Yes. There's an There's an idea.
0: <laughs> I mean, they're trying to control them with contraceptives, which... Uh-huh. It sounds like you're trying to be woke, but you're talking about eugenics. So <laughs> maybe don't make comparisons to humans because it so gets pretty fucking uh, messy. If you how just... could that go wrong? Hey,
1: that is a valid they're
0: colonizers. Let's absurd. chop off their cock. No, no. Let's all <laughs> stay calm. Try not to make too many <laughs> comparisons I in this story. I do love
1: doing that. Just a little bit. Um. Ugh. <laughs> uh.
0: So yeah, and it, that's that's all of the fun of the story. There's you know wow. some genuinely biologically interesting so things, but fuck that. They, it's a weekly. Give, what the fuck? Wait, they, they convinced give the
1: squirrels them Nutella.
0: Basically, yeah, and then okay. they fill it full of fucking baby killer. So, so
1: squirrels can have chocolate and stuff.
0: I don't know if it's Nutella. It said hazelnut spread, which I, um, as far as I'm concerned, hazelnut um. spread means Nutella. <laughs> um, <laughs> so. It's also just. There's
1: going to be so many angry comments. Really? With everything we talked about today, this is going to be the controversy. I'm going
0: to make them more angry. I don't even like Nutella. I think the concept of a Nutella and banana pancake is literally we should fucking give people contraception if they think that's a good idea. Get rid of them. Pro eugenics.
1: You get out. Go on, get. Let's move on. You're insane. How dare you, sir? Okay, Okay, fine, fine.
0: I just really like the concept of, you know, little scientist running after a squirrel being like, hey, hey, (laughs) come on, little buddy. Come on, little buddy. Trying to give him sex education. Just being like, this is how you put the condom on. (laughs) (laughs) Little squirrel condom. Slipping it on.
1: (laughs) Oh, my God okay
0: we had to do that uh, in school with bananas god bananas are in everything did you today do that? yeah putting condoms oh, okay. on bananas
1: did you have did you have the the sex now imagine education doing that part. but it's a red that... squirrel what
0: it's a little red squirrel putting a condom on a tiny banana isn't that just the sorry not a red one a gray squirrel putting a little <laughs> condom on a little banana isn't that the, cutest? Is that the
1: I mean, it's no, pretty cute. it's fucking cute. horrible. It is, it's, it's I, just, get, I mean, it's, it's, it's pretty cute. I just have a question. Cute and so when disgusting. you were in school, was it gender? Like, was it, was it, what's it called? Divided into girls and boys? Or no. did you have sex education together?
0: Everything was together.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: Cool, cool, cool. Cool.
1: That's good. Should be God, like that. I'm getting
0: some, some flashbacks to when they passed around contraceptives. Uh, and my friend dared me to eat them. I, 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 <laughs> <God. laughs> It's a great day. I made like twenty quid that day. Huh. I did grow tits, but I made like twenty.
1: I mean, (laughs) you can still make it.
0: I was like thirty. I believe it's just an awkward moment when it. I also I don't know why the teacher passed around. Like, do we really need to see a packet of pills? Like, they all look the same.
1: Probably you wouldn't. It's the
0: same as like a packet of ibuprofen and a packet of the pill. Look, yeah. basically the same, but the pill's a bit smaller. But it's really awkward when your teacher goes, "Why is half of this pill packet missing?" Once it makes it around the room, and you're just in there. Oh no! But, uh, Can I have some over? water? <laughs>
1: <laughs> some water. <laughs> <laughs> you just curb it all of a sudden. <laughs> I think there's conception. a little weird.
0: I got too much estrogen. Look at uh, my beautiful titties.
1: <laughs> my that's the dumbest thing. Oh god, we should move on. Okay.
0: We should have moved on a while ago. I don't know yeah, why I well, shared that story. <laughs> I can confirm for anyone who's worried, if there's any, you know, guys out there who've recently taken a significant amount of the pill, I, I didn't actually grow breasts. So don't worry. It probably won't happen to you either. <laughs>
1: Is that like the the scary thing they tell you like oh like I t- I've taken these pills since I was 16 and I didn't grow boobs either. <laughs> so it's like what I didn't even know that that might be a side effect. But that's a good thing cuz no, I No, this I is a bunch of 13 year olds that, <laughs> like, idiots. Any day now. Any day now. Ah.
0: No, that's not a thing that they tell you. This oh. was just Thirteen-year-old a... boys, <laughs> yeah, who they're not very smart. Were willing to give their lunch money to see an idiot do a stupid thing. Um, Good times. Good On times. that note,
1: okay, so man mm. dies from extreme orgasm during visit with sex worker.
0: <laughs> this has been such a weird episode. Like, I, it's know, I know. I a... know.
1: We have everything. <laughs> So a 35-year-old man passed out and died shortly after having sex in the trading district of Falombe, 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 in Malawi. <laughs> <laughs> An autopsy determined his cause of death as, quote, too much sexual excitement.
0: Well, if and you're going to court-
1: go. I mean, if you, if you're going to go. Make it an explosive orgasm. You know? Maybe not That's... explosive.
0: That sounds, that sounds like it's going to injure other people too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: okay, fair enough, fair enough. I mean, uh, the coroner's report documented that the cause of death as an extreme orgasm which caused blood vessels in the brain to rupture. That's some hell of a fucking orgasm. Yeah. And the the woman that he was with, will not be her liable for the death. And there's no charges. So that's, you know. But she's going to have, have very a goddamn, goddamn <laughs> client list, like, the length like... of your <laughs> life.
0: Yeah. Just being, a... yeah, I'm, I'm the, uh... <laughs> I'm the one. <laughs> I'm the I... one who can kill you. It's going to be that good. It's going to be worth it.
1: Would you be like, yeah, I'm the fucking one. Or would you be, would you be like, mm, I'm, I mean... because, I mean, if you're going to, if you're going to, Fuck someone so good that they die. I mean, there's a lot. Of, I, I'd be all, I mean, a little cocky. But, you know, humble, of course. Because I think it's a,
0: both a sales pitch and a very good reason to not.
1: Put it on your profile, I would say. I think people would line up. You know, there are a lot of different people who... Well, I also serious. feel like while
0: this story is vaguely funny, the actual reality was probably incredibly traumatic. So I probably oh wouldn't God, be so on here. much.
1: Your... Yeah, <laughs> obviously. But I feel like that with a lot of the stuff we talk about.
0: <laughs> ignore the context. Ignore the reality. Just, just. It's just a wild just thing. us talk about I... bananas.
1: <laughs> oh my God. Those squirrels traumatized, David. I'm sorry, squirrels. <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> uh it's british is just a wonderful it's wonderful yes <laughs> i have one more tiny okay. story okay promise so a japanese woman hid mother's body uh-huh. in a freezer for 10 years over fear of being evicted
0: yeah i saw this one you chose to end on this note this is this is, <laughs>
1: like... oh yeah I guess I could have arranged them a little better. <laughs> <laughs> Do, did you want to end on the orgasm? I mean, that's, I, think, I, I guess, that's the customs, so
0: Usually preferable mm. to ending on freezer mom. <laughs> <But> like, <laughs>
1: freezer mom. Oh, no.
0: I would <laughs> say of the available options, orgasm comes above <laughs> freezer mom.
1: Unless you're like me, who like likes her orgasm and then puts on a true crime show. Right afterward, just, you know, to, you know, that's <laughs> bliss. No? No? I dig it.
0: That's okay. That's okay. Nah. Um.
1: <laughs> so I'm going to make this it short. Uh, it's a 48-year-old woman uh, who told police that she was very worried that she would force to be forced to move out of the apartment that she shared with her mom. And uh, she had been forced to leave the apartment in mid-January. After missing rent payments. Uh, and then a cleaner discovered the body in a freezer hidden in a closet. Like, she didn't even take the body with her or anything. She's like, oh, they gonna...
0: I'm sorry. She didn't even take the body What with- You say that like it's a but cat's it's like, ashes or something. <laughs> like, but it makes didn't even take... Where the sketchy. fuck are you gonna get... How? How are you gonna take it out?
1: I don't want to share my knowledge in how you would do that. Because that would make me sound... A little questionable. I'm not
0: saying that there's not a lot of ways you can do it. Yeah. Definitely.
1: Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> also I'm though- saying for
0: the average person, <laughs> mm-hmm. it would be preferable to not do that unless you've sure. got a fucking good reason to. Engage but if in somebody's going to
1: find a body in your apartment, then it's like, okay, that seems like you did something. If the body's for that body, there, be there.
0: Exclusively, so that you don't get kicked out of the apartment. And they're mm. kicking you out of the apartment anyway. It sounds like that's no longer your problem.
1: <laughs> okay, because I don't, I don't know what the punishments are for this. Because would you not think there's a body in the freezer? Was she killed? Was she what? Was there foul play? Of course, like, they can, I mean, exa- you can investigate examine the that. body and see what... Yeah. What in the some countries, there's like... Was
0: laws about, I mean, I've got obviously no idea about Japan, but in some countries there's laws about properly reporting a death, so maybe Mm. that, if she was getting benefits then obviously it's fraud, but as a Mm. general thing, if you didn't if they died of natural causes and then you put them in a freezer you'd probably assume that they could determine (laughs) that they died of natural causes Sure. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And if the
0: entire reason that you kept it for how many years? Ten. Ten years was to not get evicted, and then you're getting evicted anyway. Might just be like, well, fuck it. My mom. <laughs> Peace out. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Well. What you gonna do? Wow. I should is have that... ended
1: on the orgasm.
0: Don't, I can I can bring it back. I've got I've got a little detail about the squirrels. Uh, the whole process is run by uh, an organization called the UK Squirrel Accord which really sounds like some kind of peace plan <laughs> like, that is... that's made with the squirrels. It just sounds like they all sat around a table, half human, half squirrel, <laughs> and then all hashed out. Look, guys, we need you to oh stop my God. making babies. And...
1: This is literally a scene from Scrubs where the janitor <laughs> is sitting at a big, huge table with a squirrel army around it, like with his little hammer, like meeting a ger- Oh my God. I want to watch Scrubs. Oh, Scrubs is coming to Disney+. Plus. I really hope that they have the original soundtrack on there. I'm going to be pissed. That's a whole different talk. I'm sorry. Um, (laughs) We should end this episode. (laughs) Before I go off about bananas again.
0: How did this episode last? (laughs) An hour and 15 minutes. That's genuinely impressive. Considering what we brought...
1: We had so much different yummy content, David. <laughs> so many good things. So much important stuff. Stamp yeah. hat for your pleasure. So mm-hmm. uh,
0: let us know what you think. What you Follow thought. us on Instagram. Uh, yeah. and retort, like and do, subscribe. Do all tell that your friends about it. Stuff. All that
1: stuff. It would be really nice <laughs> if you did.
0: Thank you for listening. Thank you. all. And we'll see you next week.
1: Goodbye